Hi and welcome back to the Mummy Warriors podcast. I'm your host Melissa and today I'm joined by Catherine. Catherine, welcome to the Mummy Warriors podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. It's such a pleasure. So I want to kickstart this episode with you telling us about yourself and what you do. My name is Catherine. Um, I am a mom of two, a 17 or a 16 year old. I keep making her older than she is because she's <laughs> very mature for her age. I have, <laughs> so I have a 16 year old and I also have a seven year old um, daughter. So um, on top of that, I'm a wife. Um, I have recently become a beauty queen. I am an artist. I love all things art, mainly photography, but I do graphic design, um, really anything that's creative. I am, mm-hmm. uh, I have a whole bunch of titles. Um, so I guess we might get into that a little bit going farther into the podcast, but mm-hmm. yeah, so that's kind of me in the nutshell though. Okay, amazing. And I wanted to touch on what made photography become a passion of yours. Um, My passion for photography kind of stemmed from my grandfather. Um, He was that guy that um, was always in your face with a camera. And I'm pretty sure that every family has that one person that's always taking the pictures. My grandfather was that person. Mm. And, you know, while it was annoying, while it came to be like my junior, senior year in high school, I started to catch his bug. And so I was asking to use his camera and things like that. And he actually purchased my first camera for me. And I started learning and taking classes in high school. And so I developed film and all of this. And then it just kind of grew. Like I I wasn't like a photographer my whole life, but I love taking pictures and my uh-huh. composition started getting better. And um, now I really enjoy capturing people in their in their lives doing the things that make it magic right so events are fun and things like that so yeah I know that you mentioned that you you love anything that is creative you have competed in Mrs. American and Mrs. America and you say that you're a beauty queen and obviously that all entails um pictures being taken of you Um, so how does it feel being on the other end of the lens and has this increased your passion for photography? Um, it, it feels awkward sometimes if we're honest, you know, um, I think, you know, some people like don't like their pictures being taken. Mm -hmm. I don't mind it, but at the same time, it's a, it it is a little bit awkward. Um, but I'm learning to like it. Mm -hmm. I'm learning, I'm learning things like how to, how to pose, um, myself and learn, how my body looks best in front of a camera, which is really kind of neat. Cause I can learn that like how the person on the other side of the lens feels, and I can bring that back into what I'm doing mm-hmm. and grow with it. So it's, it's a blessing in disguise sometimes. Yeah, definitely. I'm <laughs> definitely one of those people that don't like having their picture taken at all. Yeah. <laughs> like I have to be in a mood. Um, uh-huh. So <laughs> The fact that you obviously you you kind of have the best of both worlds you can um be the photographer and you'll be in the one being um photographed as well tell us about your journey and competing for mrs american and mrs america okay well i i did not plan this this was not (laughs) something that i was like i want to be (laughs) mrs montana Mm -hmm. it actually kind of seems like it's just a path i was supposed to be on so when 
it all started like back when COVID hit and it seems like the world changed for everybody, right? Like Mm -hmm. COVID hit our household and I'm a juvenile diabetic. So we took COVID as a, we don't know what's, what is happening. So we're just going to protect our family as best as we can. Mm -hmm. So I ended up, or my husband and I ended up keeping our kids home because we wanted to make sure that everyone in our family was safe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So our kids were coming into our house and I knew that I had two students that weren't used to learning at home. And I knew that they needed to have um, an example or a role model to say, you know, you can do this. So we took a whole entire weekend and we took the living room and we took out the couch and we put in this huge table and big fluffy chairs and stuff to do, you know, homework in. And then I decided I have to go back to school Mm -hmm. because I need to show my kids what it is like to learn in an environment and be able to accomplish and succeed. Right. Yeah. So I decided, well, my love for all of these things creative, I'll go back and do a digital multimedia design degree. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm doing currently still. I'm like up almost every night learning about all kinds of things creative, which is kind of <laughs> cool. Um, but it it kind of snowballed from there. So I started doing my photography through classes. And mm-hmm. then I started posting my work and being like, hey guys, which picture do you think I should submit on Facebook and things like this? And then, you know, um, my daughter was doing modeling. My my eldest was, and um, the modeling agency contacted me because they needed a photographer for one of their retreats in the Dominican Republic. And I'm like, you don't say no, like, yeah. <laughs> we'll go do that. That sounds um, so much fun. Right. And so um, I decided to go and then I looked at myself and I was like, I don't really want to be the fat mom in a swimsuit on the beach or in mm-hmm. anything. Uh on the beach. Uh Honestly, I want to feel good about going on this trip that might be a once in a lifetime thing. So I started working out. um, And then I started posting pictures and being like, I'm working out, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And then I started losing a lot of weight because I was no longer eating these huge, massive bags of potato chips for my snack, right? Uh (laughs) I was feeding my body with fuel, with good food and everything else. And then, um, somehow I was talking to the modeling agency again. And I'm like, listen, I'm getting like these offers for brands and stuff like that on Instagram. I don't know if it's true or not. And they go, well, we can try it at at snap retreat, which was the thing that we were doing down in the Dominican. And, um, we ended up, I ended up modeling down there on top of being a photographer. So mm-hmm. I was also learning both ends of the camera and totally out of my element mm-hmm. and like not really like I had to let go of a lot because I was holding like when you don't grow up, I, I've grown up in Montana and we don't put a whole lot of emphasis on beauty being what is valuable. Yeah. We have a lot of emphasis on, you know, that your work ethic um, and things like that your, your heart and your family are the things that are most important, not necessarily your beauty. So this was super awkward for me to be taking pictures and learning how to, how to pose and all of this. But by the end of the retreat, we had, they had gone, you know, you'd be perfect for Mrs. Montana. I go, Oh, no, nope. John the line there. Not even, (laughs) not even doing that. And 
um, then they told my husband, they go, you get to be Mr. Montana and you don't have to do anything. Mm -hmm. And and he's this big six foot three guy that's like 300 and some pounds, right? He's built like a football player. He goes, oh, she's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked right at him. I'm like, I don't think, I don't know that I am, right? Like, so we had to take time and think about this, but it was the the joke the whole time that he got to be Mr. Montana. Mm -hmm. But at the end, it like towards when the pageant would be, I started thinking, well, you know, this is like a once in a lifetime experience. Again, mm -hmm. I probably shouldn't say no. And it is a good opportunity for me to grow in ways that I have never grown before. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I decided to take it. And then I, that just kind of rolled out the pageant journey. And now I am the first Montana, or how do I say this? I'm the first woman in Montana history to compete with the Mrs. America Inc. pageant system. Wow. Times in a row. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. so, so that's the story, but yeah, that's kind of how it went. That's how I got into it. So, so I want to ask, it sounds like just from what you've shared this far, mm -hmm. that your life kind of did a 180. Mm -hmm. So it literally was like complete, complete opposites from where, what you were doing, uh, before COVID to where you are today Absolutely. through that journey um, and going step by step through the progress in, of, of where you are today was there any sort of self-doubt or any um, you know that voice in the head just like oh maybe you just you know because it's uncomfortable any change is generally uncomfortable was there any time where in your journey it was just like more comfortable with the reality of reverting back to what your life used to be or did you just keep pushing through to where you are today and 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 kind of ignore any kind of negative feeling that would have would have arisen well i think that no matter how positive you are like you still have those days of self-doubt mm -hmm. if we're realistic like i after i signed up to do the Montana, as soon as I got off the phone with the director of the Montana pageants, I was like, uh, what did I just do? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, but then I had to stop, like, it's been a learning process, how to have faith in my decisions and, um, know that the path that I am on is okay mm -hmm. because, and to remember that change is good. So while I have had many moments of self-doubt, I have pushed through because I'm one of those people that once a switch is clicked on and I have, I have a purpose for what I'm doing and I, and I feel that it's good, then mm -hmm. I just go. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that I don't have self-doubt because dude, we all do that. Every yeah. single us. So I think that, you know, if, if there are other people out there listening to this and they're like, wow, this, this girl did a great thing. It doesn't come without its challenges. Challenges. Yeah. I guess as well in my long-winded way, I was like, how like change is obviously awkward. Like how does it, how, how did it really um, affect you? But as you, as you've mentioned, um, making the transition from your old way of life to your new way of life, how would you say it has changed your life in the positive way? Oh my gosh. It's it's changed my life in the positive way because I have found more self-confidence in myself by being able to accept those challenging and changing moments. Um, mm -hmm. Because when I make those decisions that are what I feel are for the good, um, it's usually turned out that way, you know, and it's built my confidence in this is a good thing. Um, and it's also... 
is kind of like I talked about the snowball effect before this. That's exactly what this was. Like once you start doing those good things for yourself and you start thinking more positively about yourself, it only keeps growing and growing and growing. And at the same time, you're also growing your ability. Like I'm a, I have a huge heart for other people. So at the same time, all of this is happening with me. All of this stuff is happening with me being able to hold, um, to hold more ability in helping others as well Mm -hmm. moving forward. So, um, I mean, I don't know that I could list every single possible way this has been a positive thing, but I guess if I were to like wrap it up, it's that learning that change is a consistent and that it, for the most part is a positive thing because there's always something good that comes out of whatever changes out there and looking at it like that Mm -hmm. has made my life, like you said, turn around 180 degrees. Yeah. And that's amazing as well, because uh, with anyone who's listening, they who could be going through any kind of change can just hear your story and hear that though obviously change comes with its challenges, um, it's for the greater good. You know, we all know that change is so uncomfortable and challenging and you get to see parts of yourself that you probably didn't even know existed and it's just uncomfortable um overall but the fact that obviously you've pushed through it your life has completely changed from from what it used to be and one of the i know that um it's not on the one of the question summaries but one of the questions i also wanted to ask was what was your continuous inspiration while going through this journey oh i don't know is that awful i have absolutely yeah like i at first it really was my children. And I think it's still, I think it still is, but I don't know that I, I think about that much. I mean, it's just kind of in the background, right? Like my kids are my everything. They, they, they're just, I, I couldn't describe two better children, but of course I'm biased by every single point of, you know, but, um, when I started everything, I did it because I wanted better for them. Mm-hmm. But what has happened is while I still want better for them, I want a better example of a mother figure. I want a better everything for those girls. At the same point, I think at some at some juncture during this entire journey, it has not been fully about them, mm-hmm. which is kind of which is kind of part of this transformation, right? Like mm-hmm. Everything in my life before this was for everyone else. And I never thought about me, mm-hmm. but now a lot of what's happening is not only my children, but I'm thinking about what I want mm-hmm. to my life to be, what yeah. I want to define me, which yeah. in turn will help my children. Right. Because then sure. they will help be a strong woman and all of this. But I think that it's just about experiencing life yeah we're not we're only we're only like guaranteed one time around right we don't really know what what's yeah what's out there like I I believe there's God but you never know right like yeah no for sure for sure and you only get to be Catherine once (laughs) so So why not use it to the best of my abilities Mm -hmm. and do it with guns blazing right yeah I admire that and I respect that. And obviously as well, um, 
you've been a mum for a long time and yeah. you know the whole like the continuous when you become a parent you kind of just become a parent you kind of lose yourself and your identity becomes mum so I guess yes. you going on this journey though obviously it was it's to inspire your children which you still are inspiring your children the fact that you're um embracing yourself and getting to know yourself is such a positive thing for them because when they're women and as women they can look back and be like well my mum knew herself so you know that it will give them the inspiration to always stay in touch and in tune to their own self if that makes sense right absolutely and that is goal exactly (laughs) exactly hopefully I'm not messing it up I think that that's what I'm going for but you know we just (laughs) I just do we just do the best that we can every day exactly 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 and I always for my own personal self I think the best is always with imperfections personally I always tell my son every day like I'm not perfect I don't know everything um because it's the truth you know oh you sound just like me because when my kids I say this (laughs) thing. And it's not about being a perfect parent. It's not about being a perfect human. Mm -hmm. I make mistakes every day. Mm -hmm. Like, and I, and, but you have to learn from those mistakes and that's the trick. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, exactly. And I would like you to, uh, give anyone who is listening, who is battling with wanting to make change, what would be the best advice you would give to them? the best advice that I could give to somebody that's battling with change. I think that that would be, um, that change is inevitable, but in that, remember that everything that is changing consistently, there's always a positive in everything. Mm-hmm. Always mm-hmm. like, you know, okay. So here's an example. It's not really changed, but it comes to my mind all of a sudden, like, okay, my kids, I hate that they eat so much sugar sometimes. Like it just eat an apple. It's Mm -hmm. got real sugar in it. You know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. as I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, but she chose to have a snack today that is chocolate. All right. Well, it does have certain food groups in it and it it might be important for like right now, you know what I mean? And is mm-hmm. it making her happy? Like you have to find the positives in there. Like, obviously I'm not gonna let my kid gorge herself on chocolate, but mm-hmm. if she made a decision that I'm like, ah, eh, you know, you've got a swim meet tomorrow. Maybe mm-hmm. you should be eating that. Like you're probably, it might slow your times down. Stop mom, quit yeah. trying to control. Yeah. Like she's doing something that does have positives because she's making herself happy. Right. So there's, it's like that in every single change. So, um, what would be another example that I could give besides chocolate in my kid's face? Um, let's see. So I don't know. Um, let's see, maybe something as simple as I decide to go get a part-time job, right? Like, okay. Maybe I need to do this because I need to, that we're struggling financially or something like that. And so I go get a part-time job and I have to wake up early and that really doesn't feel good right away because, you know, I'm a late, late sleeper mm-hmm. and, um, but there's positives about this, right? Maybe the place that I choose to work has a discount that I can use for my kids. Maybe me waking up earlier will change my life in a way that I start to love waking up earlier and it may impact something five years down the road that 
I didn't know it was going to impact. Maybe that change that I made will make me meet somebody that will also change my life. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's always a positive in everything that happens in our life. And no matter what, if you're feeling down about a choice that you made, you have to find the positive yeah. and that will help you move forward and through it. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I kind of want to wrap this up by um, you letting the listeners know if they want to follow your journey and reach out to you where they can find you on social media. Yeah, absolutely. So the best place to follow me is on Instagram. Um, I have my handle on there is just Catherine Mertz Mm -hmm. and it's old school spelling at C-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E and the last name is M-E-R-T-Z and it's all one word. Um, and then on there, I have my, like my link tree and everything. So you can see my whole journey and the things that I've done. And then I post pictures and stories and all kinds of stuff. So feel free to follow me. Um, I answer messages as I can, if you want to shoot me something. So Amazing. Well, it was a pleasure having you, Catherine, and thank you so much for sharing your journey and your story today in this episode. It was really, really, really insightful, and um, it was a pleasure having you. It was a pleasure being here. Thank you so much, Melissa. I appreciate it. Thank you.